Mondays on Radio 191 FM. Tina Koto e ahi This is your Radio 1 Tereo Irirangi Kotahi News for Ratu May 11th. Ko Ruby Tene. The new OUSA Student Support Online Hub has launched today. The Student Support Hub is an online database for all things student support, including booking appointments, applying for the Student Hardship Fund, and a centralised place for students to find all the resources and services that student support have to offer. The OUSA Student Support Team has been around for over 130 years and are based at their centre across from the Central Library. The team is separate from the university and provides impartial support for all students with a huge variety of issues. This website aims to make accessing help through student support simpler. The hub has resources for class reps, flooding, money, queer support, study, well-being, activities and pup dates with Ella the dog. To access this site, go to ousasupporthub.org.nz or you can walk into their support centre at 5 Ethel Benjamin Street. Jacinda Ardern, Prime Minister of New Zealand, and Emmanuel Macron, Prime Minister of France, have announced they will be co-hosting the Christchurch Call Virtual Summit happening this Saturday. This is the second annual Christchurch Call Summit. This call was begun by Ardern after the March 19 mosque shooting in Christchurch. The main aim of this call is to eliminate terrorist and violent extremist content online. Under this agreement, countries must counter the drivers of terrorism and violent extremism by ensuring effective enforcement of applicable laws, including within social media, media ethics and industry regulation. The call was signed at a Paris summit in May, with 17 countries, the European Commission and eight online platforms signing. But now, 31 more countries and two more companies and the Council of Europe have signed. We now cut to Radio 1 news reporter Eileen. Tēnā koutou. A 42-year-old man has been charged with four counts of attempted murder following the stabbing incident which occurred at the city centre countdown supermarket in Dunedin yesterday. Three of the four victims underwent surgery last night and remain in a serious but stable condition, with the fourth in a moderate condition after undergoing treatment. Two of the victims were staff members. The stabbing occurred at around 2pm yesterday in the pharmacy area of the supermarket and police believe it was a random attack. The individual charged with the stabbing was reportedly restrained by members of the public whilst police arrived. The Otago Daily Times has reported that the individual was known to staff and had previously exhibited strange behaviour at the supermarket. Speaking at yesterday's police press conference, Mayor Aaron Hawkins said he was deeply shocked and concerned by the incident. Uh, Nobody uh, should feel like uh, they should be hurt in their place of work or doing everyday errands uh, like grocery shopping. Uh, But the most chilling thing about this is that it could have been any of us or our families. It's a a busy uh, central city location and and that is the most uh, distressing thing about it at this point. Kitty Hannafin, General Manager of Safety at Countdown, was in tears as she spoke to the media last night, describing the trauma of the incident for staff and customers. Speaking to RNZ, she said that the company is concerned about the frequency and severity of assaults in their store, saying that threats, assaults and verbal abuse towards staff have become an issue in both New Zealand and Australian stores. Woolworth supermarkets in Australia have been trialling body cameras to protect staff. The man charged over the incident is expected to appear in court this afternoon. Police say more charges may be laid on top of the four counts of attempted murder. Anyone who witnessed the attack or has any information, including any video, is asked to contact the police non-emergency line on 105 and cite yesterday's incident at Countdown Cumberland Street. Any students affected can find support via Student Health or by texting or calling 1737 to speak to a trained counsellor at any time. 
In addition, the chaplaincy service is available and more information can be found at otago.ac.nz forward slash chaplain. All law schools in Aotearoa will soon be required to incorporate Te Ao Māori and Te Kanga Māori into their courses. The move comes following a meeting of the Council of Legal Education, which decides and regulates the core programs of a Bachelor of Law. The resolution, which requires the teaching and assessment of concepts of Te Ao Māori and Te Kanga Māori in all core courses, was reportedly passed unanimously. Ivi Ngāwhika, Tumuaki of Te Ropu Whai Pūtake, the Māori Law Students Association, says the organisation was excited about the changes. Ngāwhika said it moved towards recognising the first laws of Aotearoa in the legal curriculum. In a statement to Radio 1, read here by Safi Fari, she said, A legal curriculum that incorporates aspects of te kanga and te ao Māori is reflective of the current legal landscape in New Zealand and will only serve to better equip future lawyers with the skills necessary for the profession. Ngāwhika noted the work of Otago law professor Jacinta Rudu, as well as Sir Justice Joe Williams, who recently delivered a guest lecture on decolonising law in Aotearoa at Otago University, for their work in indigenising the LLB programme. In November, the Council will deliberate on the addition of Tikanga Māori as an additional core subject in a Bachelor of Law. Currently, the core subjects are Public, Criminal, Contract, Torts and Property Law. Ko Eileen Tene. A lecturer at the University of Waikato has released a formal apology after using the N-word in a lecture about reclaiming offensive language. The flow-on effects of hearing this word stated in a classroom are worrying to many students of the university. A Fijian student at Waikato had been called a slur many times in her life, but had realised that despite her own skin colour, she should not use the term. I quote, Because I am not ancestrally linked to slavery in the Americas or the Caribbean. End quote. This month is New Zealand Music Month, an entire month where New Zealanders get to revel in the talent that lives on our shores. Today, we were very lucky to have Jack McRae, drummer for The Slinks, Mia J, and Man Ray, come in to chat to us about his favourite New Zealand music and what makes local music so special. So who's your favourite New Zealand artist? One that I really look up to and I've known for like a while. Yeah. His name's uh, James Thorrington, and he's from Auckland, and he does like these, I don't know, like neo-soul, like classic pop ballads and it's just he's, he's amazing it's probably my favourite that sounds amazing mm. um, Macho Macho oh absolutely yes. killer. they are killing it right now yep definitely um, and Hans Bucket oh like, yeah those probably like I was listening to um, F My Life for the first time in a long time mm. the other day and mm. it was just so good like it always hits so hard mm. what's your favourite track from all of those artists oh I mean I'm not a track person like with mm. with <laughs> With the bands that I'm in, when they try like play a song, I can't remember the title of the song. Like with Mia, I've been with her for three and a half years now, yeah. and I still struggle with like if I see a track song on like a set list or something, I can't for the life of me figure out how it goes. I have to like it's I have the to one. yeah. It's, I'm not even joking. They're like that before the set. It's like so like I know songs, I don't know names of songs. Um, okay, so what do you think makes New Zealand music so special? Mm. I've actually been thinking about this for a while, and I think mm. it's the fact that we're this weird melting pot of cultures. We have our own kind of underground movement that's 
first in the Australia scene with like King Gizzard with yeah. bands like Koizilla and things like that mm. they're like fast paced punk but we, yeah we definitely take influences from around the world and from different cultures and kind of mush them together with our classic Kiwi styles of songwriting if we you know get a little bit more recognition uh, on the international stage there's yeah. so many artists that deserve that you know especially in Auckland and Wellington, like, and Coizilla and Dunedin and stuff like that, you know. This week on Radio 1, we're celebrating the local legends with stories about Ngaro Putawira helping out in the community. Catch a new interview every weekday here on the Radio 1 News. Students for Environmental Action are an OUSA-affiliated student-run group whose mission is to hold space for passionate students to do their best for the environment. They have been around for as long as anyone can remember, hosting planting day fundraisers, potlucks, running the student garden, teaching students how to deal with food waste, helping out with diversion days, submitting on local and national government bills, and working alongside local organisations who do good in the environment. I spoke with Charlotte Brewer, a member of the C Executive on all things environment and community in Otipoti. C has 20 to 30 regular members, who they see each Sunday at the student garden working beat. The student garden was recently relocated from Albany Street to Dundas Street. Working bees are held there every Sunday from 1pm. Charlotte explains how this garden works. The garden's going great, yeah. Students come Sundays at 1 and then help out, do a bit of weeding, do some planting and then in return they're welcome to take some of the produce home. C are working to ensure fresh vegetables are available to students from farm to table because growing plants when you're flooding can be difficult, especially when there's pesky birds and butterflies getting to your produce before you can. It's either the birds or someone told me it was like butterflies. Yeah, those white butterflies. Yeah, that's the exact same with my kale. My existence. They just absolutely. They They ate all my basil. When asked what events she felt made the biggest impact on the community, Charlotte said potlucks were a great way to get like-minded people together. First thing to do is like our Facebook page. We post like all of the updates and um, meeting times and everything on there. And not, most important thing is to just come to meetings. And if you've got an idea, like we're super receptive to just picking up ideas from students and having it be a really collaborative process. C felt that shifting from skip days to diversion days was a great move as it makes people think more before they dump their waste. Think people last year with the skip days uh, just throwing out like the most random into huge the items. skip. Yeah. And it's like I think that kind of mindset of like, oh just chuck in the skip and it's gone, like we need to get around that because yeah. yeah. It's just, just not how rubbish works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like yeah. someone else is gonna have to sort that. Getting involved with C is as easy as can be and they'd love to hear your ideas. First thing to do is like our Facebook page. We post like all of the updates and um, meeting times and everything on there. And not, most important thing is to just come to meetings. And if you've got an idea, like we're super receptive to just picking up ideas from students and having it be a really collaborative process. C recently put together a food waste workshop, showing students how they can transform their could-be food waste into a hearty meal. I reached out to Fresh Choice up in Roslyn mm-hmm. um, and just asked if we could just get a box of their um, vegetables and fruit. Oh, not fruit. Fruit doesn't go in soup. But yeah, we got those veggies, cooked up like a massive pot of soup. It wasn't the most attractive colour, but it tasted yeah. pretty good. <laughs> You can get involved with C by liking their Facebook page and showing up to their next event. They have working bees at the community garden on Dundas Street every Sunday at 1pm. That was your news with Tereo Irirangi Kotahi Radio 1. The Radio 1 91 FM weather.
Today, Ratu, May 11th. There'll be a high of 20 degrees and a low of 5. There'll be rain from late morning and showers in the afternoon and a northerly changing into a strong southwesterly by the afternoon. For Rapa, May 12th, there will be a high of 11 degrees and low of 4. The morning will be cloudy with a possibility of showers and it will turn fine by the afternoon with southwesterly's lightning into the... And that was your Tereo Irirangi Kotahi weather.